No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where God proclaims the mercy he will have on Israel when their enemies serve them. We also see where Lucifer fell from heaven and the fate that awaits him. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 14 on Simply the Bible. We have all experienced him. He influences mankind. He is called the destroyer. He hates God and seeks to ruin God's work and steal his glory. He is known as Satan, the devil, that old serpent, the accuser of the brethren. He is tireless in resisting God and attacking God's people. And today we will look at Satan's notorious fall from heaven. But we begin with a glorious view of Israel's future. We continue in Isaiah chapter 14. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will still choose Israel and settle them in their own land. The strangers will be joined with them and they will cling to the house of Jacob. Then people will take them and bring them to their place and the house of Israel will possess them for servants and maids in the land of the Lord. They will take them captive, whose captives they were, and rule over their oppressors. Now this prophecy of Isaiah had a dual fulfillment. After the Babylonian captivity, Israel would return to their promised land. But they would not yet become a world power. So this prophecy is looking forward to the future gathering of Israel during the millennial kingdom. In that day, strangers, foreigners, will cling to the house of Israel. People from all over the world will come to Jerusalem and worship the Lord. And we see that throughout history, the Israelites have been held captive by many foreign entities, including the Egyptians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Romans, and others. But in that day, they will take their captivity captive. In other words, the very people that they had served will be serving them during that kingdom age. And it shall come to pass, in the day the Lord gives you rest from your sorrow and from your fear and the hard bondage in which you were made to serve, that you will take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say how the oppressor has ceased. The golden city ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers. He who struck the people in wrath with a continual stroke, he who ruled the nations in anger is persecuted and no one hinders. The whole earth is at rest and quiet. They break forth into singing. Indeed, the cypress trees rejoice over you and the cedars of Lebanon saying, since you were cut down, no woodsman has come up against us. Hell from beneath is excited about you to meet you at your coming. It stirs up the dead for you, all the chief ones of the earth. It has raised up their thrones, all the kings of the nations. They all shall speak and say to you, have you also become as weak as we? 
Have you become like us? Your pomp is brought down to Sheol, and the sound of your stringed instruments, the maggot is spread under you, and worms cover you. Wow, (laughs) what a prophecy. Now, on the surface, Isaiah is prophesying against the king of Babylon. It is interesting that at the time he wrote this, Babylon was insignificant. In 689 BC, it would be destroyed by the Assyrians and then rebuilt. And in 586 BC, God would use Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, to conquer disobedient Judah. But then in 539 BC, Darius, the Mede, would capture Babylon and yet not destroy it. Now, as we study this passage, we believe Isaiah is looking beyond just the king of Babylon to many powers, many rulers, and ultimately the power behind these thrones. Babylon comes from the word Babel, which means gateway to a god, and sounds like the Hebrew word Balel, which means confusion. In Scripture, Babylon symbolizes the world system man has built in defiance of God. According to Jesus, Satan is the ruler of this world. And in a sense, the Bible is a tale of two cities, Babylon and Jerusalem. In the book of Revelation, we see where God will destroy Babylon as a spiritual, commercial, and political system. But then he will establish his kingdom in Jerusalem and eventually the new Jerusalem will descend out of heaven, glorious and beautiful as a bride adorned for her husband. Therefore, in this 14th chapter of Isaiah, we see Isaiah looking beyond the king of Babylon to the originator of all rebellion and opposition to God, the one who is behind all of these foreign powers that opposed God and opposed his people. It is Satan. And Isaiah looks forward to the day when God will ultimately defeat Satan and cast him out into outer darkness and into the bottomless pit. Now, according to verse 9, hell is excited to meet him. This is probably referring to the earthly rulers who have opposed Israel, and they will say to Satan, have you also become as weak as we? Have you become like us? You see, hell will be the great leveler. Don't think that Satan will be ruling hell. God will be sovereign over hell, and all the kings of the nations will see that Satan has become as defeated and impotent as they are. And that's what they're going to say. They're going to say, have you become just like us? Your pomp is brought down to Sheol and the sound of your stringed instruments and worms cover you just like they cover us. Verse 12, how you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. 
yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Now, the word that is translated Lucifer is really day star or morning star. And and this reveals the fact that Satan is a counterfeit to Jesus, who according to Revelation 22, 16, is the bright and morning star. Now, it says here, you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. You see, Satan influences leaders of nations and weakens them through deception and sin. He leads them into idolatry and rebellion. Now, observe the five I will statements that led to Lucifer's downfall. I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of the congregation. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. You see, pride was the original sin by which Satan fell. And at the heart of it was his desire to be like God. It's the desire to be one's own God, to completely be self-determinate and to not have to submit to any authority other than itself. No wonder that Satan is the spirit behind all insubordination, rebellion, and despising of authority. Of course, Satan comes masquerading as an angel of light. He's clever and deceptive. He has found that humans are susceptible to the same desire that captivated his own heart to be like God. So he packaged this in his temptation to Eve. And he packages it in a variety of philosophies today that speak of the God in you or tell you that you really can be your own God. He packages it in Mormonism because they say as man is, God was, and as God is, man will become. But it's the same old lie that Satan fell for himself and now uses it to take men with him into perdition. In Satan's fall from his position, he took a third of the angels with him, which have now become his demonic forces. Now, the truth is, we are all susceptible to pride. We are all capable of acting as though we are our own God and don't have to submit to authority. We are all capable of conforming the scripture to our own selfish desires to make it say what it doesn't say so that we can remain in our sins. Now, verses 12 through 15 should be read along with Ezekiel 28 12 through 19, which gives us another perspective of Satan's fall from heaven. Satan will ultimately be brought down to the lowest depths of the bottomless pit. Verse 16, those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world as a wilderness and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of his prisoners. You see, people will be amazed when they actually see the devil. Right now, he seems pretty formidable, but then he will just be humiliated and defeated. All the kings of the nations, all of them sleep in glory, everyone in his own house, but you are cast out of your grave like an abominable branch like the garment of those who are slain, thrust through with a sword, who go down to the stones 
of the pit like a corpse trodden underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial because you have destroyed your land and slain your people. The brood of evildoers shall never be named. Prepare slaughter for his children because of the iniquity of their fathers, lest they rise up and possess the land and fill the face of the world with cities. So the devil will be cast out right now. Jesus triumphed over the powers of darkness and cast them out, but we don't yet see that in totality until Satan will be cast into the bottomless pit and then ultimately into the lake of fire. Finally, it says, prepare a slaughter for his children. I believe that this is referring to the battle of Armageddon where the Antichrist, the false prophet, and all those nations that have followed the Antichrist will be slaughtered in the valley of Megiddo and they also will be cast into the lake of fire with the devil and his angels. You know, we see the devil as being a pretty bad enemy right now and he wreaks a lot of havoc in the lives of God's people. We need to be aware of what we're dealing with. But we also can be aware that God ultimately will settle all scores and will cast the devil into hell. May God help us to find our refuge and shelter in him so that the devil has no place, no power, no foothold in us. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Tomorrow, we will see where Isaiah prophesies against four nations who are enemies of Israel. Babylon, Assyria, Philistia, and Moab. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.